What's poppin' fam? Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset, a podcast that is designed to uplift, inspire, and motivate you, and most importantly, share tools to help you protect that mindset. Sunday. I am your host Jay Chase and I am thrilled to be here. Super excited to be back with you guys. Yo, like first and foremost, I apologize. Yo, I need somebody to hold me accountable. So if that's you, uh let me know. Reach out to us. So I need you to hold me accountable. I am sorry I miss Wednesday. I miss mindset day. Life, we are going through it. So uh we're back. We're back with pivotal moments and I got an amazing conversation, an amazing guest. Uh we're we're talking about relationships, we're talking about purpose, we're talking about loving yourself, we're talking about not even knowing that you're in a toxic relationship and how to find those things. Man, um so good. So thank you for tapping in. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Um we got a bunch of amazing stuff coming up, so tune in on Wednesday. I'll be back with another mindset day, another mindset to get you through the week, and um, get excited, because we got some exciting things coming. Please go check out the Instagram at Don't Touch My Mindset or at DJ Chase, and go, t- go check out the website at DontTouchMyMindset.com. <laughs> I love you guys. Keep rocking. Keep going. Um, Let's dive. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Awesome. Hello. I am here with Carly. Carly Lottermoser. You just told me to say that. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing, Carly. Please uh, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, uh, what you offer, all the great things about you. Go ahead. Uh, hey guys, I am in London, Ontario. I am recently a newer coach um, within the last year. Um, so I essentially just help any individual. I started with only females. Um, we get into a little bit why I transitioned to both genders after, but I just recently started taking on male clients also. Um, um, and I just help people find themselves again and be positive and find courage in the things they've had to overcome and the trauma that they've had to face in their life and um, just how to like pivot our mindset to be different and not see trauma as such a bad thing. Um, although it's not fun to go through, but it can help us heal and learn and grow and help each other. And um, for me, trauma was like a huge learning pivotal thing for me. So um, that's kind of what I do. I coach people on that. Um, and that is, kind of the jet yeah that's that well i'm excited that you're here super grateful to share some insights and knowledge yes with you. thank you um i mean it's an honor um so I, i'm super interested what made you make that transition uh to help women then the transition to help men unless that's all included in the pivotal moment we can save it for all that good stuff too we learn from our traumas we typically always um find what we're used to so when I was picking partners to be with us I grew up and dating um, I was finding myself falling into those old patterns of our 
bodies and our minds are kind of just shifted toward things that are familiar to us and familiar to our minds. So I found myself dating a lot of toxic people and I ended up in a very toxic relationship for um, seven years. And that was kind of like my pivotal moment leaving that. But after that, and when I started coaching, I think I was just so anxious about coaching men and having to deal with men and um, maybe what that would bring for me, if I was going to be a trigger, if I was going to be able to help them, um, sort of like all the anxiety kind of about that. And then um, it was actually my boyfriend and I and my best friend, we were like, why not? Like, why not? Like, you could do it. You're good at it. You will help so many men as well as, well as so many women. Um, so why can't you do it? Like, just try it. If you don't like it, whatever, you go back to only coaching females. And I've actually um, signed more males on in the last month than I have females ever, which is crazy to me. Um, but that's just kind of the way it is. And, like, just dealing with it, and, like facing those adversities. Um, has been super powerful no and it, it makes sense to me because as I think about like my childhood trauma and the things that I went through and as I heal my all my therapists have been women and we're talking about my mother issues that I have and my mother wounds and things that get past those roadblocks to become a good partner and relationships and things like that so I, I think you should keep going I think you should only coach men no <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe someday but yeah it's like it's just crazy how things just kind of fall into place after you go through those things that um you really have to work on your mindset and you really have to work on like your anxieties and internal beliefs about things um to have those changes because if you don't do that and you don't do that work and internal work and you don't work on those things that cause you anxiety and those triggers and those kind of things like it doesn't really help and it doesn't change anything but um i think coaching men has also helped me a significant amount um to see men differently to actually see like the silver lining in men is, is that what you're yes, saying yes <laughs> yeah like uh, now now i'm in a very healthy relationship but um even that it took over a year for me to say like okay let's date like let's actually try this out like i i just didn't know what to do with good men like i just I, it didn't make sense to me i've never had good men in my life i don't have a good relationship with my father i never had good relationships with any men when i was younger and then i had a narcissistic ex-boyfriend for seven years and it just kind of spiraled into each other and so learning to unlearn um is probably the hardest thing that anyone could ever do yeah and and that's vital when it comes to growing for not not forgetting but separating what we've always known separating what we've always learned and the decisions we've always made that's um that's something that i speak about a lot but let's this is all about you take me back to that take me back to that pivotal moment what what was that pivotal moment for you? What what happened? Take, yeah, take me there. This is all you. Um. Okay. So almost four years ago now. Um. It's been over three and a half. Um. It was seven years of this like narcissistic relationship where it was like on and off. Um. But not really on and off. Like he was like labeled as that because I could go out and do you know whatever he wanted to do. And it was right after Christmas, I think it was Boxing Day or the 27th, one of the two days, and I had a message from another woman basically just saying that my boyfriend was out cheating again and that she had figured this out and kind of sent me like the evidence, whatever else. And this had been going on for a long time on top of a, many other issues that we had. And it was in that moment I was at work and I've now left that job from all of this too, but I was working in a tiny male group home um, for mm. teen boys that were like aggressive and everything um, and I was at work that day and I had two of my best friends there with me and I just sat in my manager's office and I was like I'm done like 
I'm, I, I need to leave. Like, this is finally it for me. Like, this is my breaking point. And at that moment, they were both like, good. Like, let's do it. Like, no, nobody in my life ever pushed me. My family wanted me to leave for a long time. Um, but it was in that moment that I, I finally had the courage to just leave. And after that, obviously, there was months of emotions and months of kind of going back and forth. And am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And, you know, kind of all over the place and then you realize like obviously after that three years I've learned like that wasn't really love like what love really means to me what healthy relationships look, look like um and through that also I recognized like just different things about myself like that I didn't want to work at that job like that was just toxic that was just adding to the to- toxicity in my life and that I just needed that change for myself so three months later after I left my boyfriend I left that job and found a new job and like everything just kind of kept spiraling in life after that and I just kind of like that was my first pivotal moment and now I feel like there's pivotal moments all the time where change is necessary and change is good and growth um is how I see it so I just like that was like my number one pivotal moment the moment I finally decided to leave that relationship that moment where you kind of just like woke up you're like yo I need to take control I need to take control yes exactly yeah I feel that I feel that um so sorry like I stopped putting like him above me and I was like you know just because he uses these words and you know how narcissistic nar- how narcissists do they say the things you want to hear and they do all the things you want in that moment I was like that's not this is helpful for me and um, I never thought about, my, about myself before I was like if I leave him what, what is that going to look like for him and you know how is he going to be okay and blah 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 and then suddenly I was like what about me like what about me being okay what about me being happy what about me caring about my soul and my purpose and my passions like when does it shift for me and that's that's the moment that that finally shifted that's so important you know i i like to ask people what do you think the payoff was for you to keep it the way it was for so long like what was what was what was the benefit of that because in some i feel like in some point like in the midst of it we see the benefit like we we operate from love but we see the benefit so what do you think that was for you yeah i think it was just like the idea of it being it was easier like i didn't know like if i was to leave how would I pay my bills? What would I do? We had a dog together. Like my whole childhood life was like moving or not having places to stay and not having houses to go to. And like in this relationship, I finally had like my own place to live and, um, you know, like these things. And so at that moment, I, in those times, as unsecure as it was and as unhealthy as it was, it was healthy for me in a sense of I had a place to belong. Um, and I also just, I'm such a healer and I just take on all of that for other people. So I always just thought like, you know, stick it out and it'll be okay. He's going to change. He's going to realize he's going to change. It it hits you that those kind of people don't change, that that doesn't just happen. And that's not my work to do for him to help him change. Um, but in those moments, I think I just stayed because it just made it easier. Like it was easier than trying to figure out my life otherwise. So fast forward to you leaving what would you tell somebody in that particular situation right now who thinks that it's easier to stay who doesn't know where to create home or find the courage to do that what would you tell them uh like just have courage like it it and even when i left like i didn't have a place to stay like i was sitting in that office and my friends had like come live with me and so i did and i think just having the courage like everything 
everything falls into place. Like sometimes we will never understand things, but we will in the end. And it doesn't always make sense and it's not always going to be easy. And that was honestly the hardest thing I've ever done is leave that relationship and rebuild myself and rebuild my life. And that was so hard, but so impactful and so meaningful. So if you're stuck in those relationships with that toxic energy and you know, as when you're dating a narcissist, they're, you know, you're never gonna find somebody as better as me. You're not going to ever find something the way like this love is, you're, you know, all the things that they say just to kind of keep you there. And um, you end up believing, which is why I was there for seven years. You believe all those things, like no one's ever gonna treat you as good as I am. Nothing's ever gonna be this good. Like, and you start A, believing that this is a healthy relationship, especially if you've never had one. And B, you don't know if it's not gonna be that way. Like, did I believe that he loved me? Yes, but that wasn't really love. Like, I think as a child, I was so programmed to believe that people love you even in the hardest of times and even when people aren't present like not having people in my life all the time and people still saying like oh well they still love you and that was like them telling you like just to accept the love the way that it is and that's something that took me a long time as an adult to learn like you don't have to accept love for the way that people are telling you to accept love like love to you can be something so meaningful and so powerful and if you're in that toxic relationship like that's not real love and you don't have to settle for that and that's not healthy and you will find yourself again and it takes a lot of work um it takes a lot of personal development work and a lot of mental work and emotional work um but finding yourself again after that because i had no idea who i was leaving that relationship and who i had become in that relationship and finding myself after that was the most powerful thing and that is what i work to do now is have people just live in their power and find their purpose and be exactly who they're supposed to be after losing themselves in whatever situation that they may have lost themselves in Mm. You know, I, I love that you just said that because it, it just like perfectly fits into what I was thinking. I, I always ask my guests, if you take away the titles, if you take away the successes, if you take away the trials, the tribulations, who are you and why are you here? I would say that uh, I'm here to help people. Um, wholeheartedly believe that I belong in coaching and helping and healing um and I think that going through traumas makes you really find your purpose and not necessarily even traumas but going through hardships in life it doesn't have to be traumatic um that is how we grow when we find strength to be exactly who we are supposed to be in whatever walk of life that that is for me uh my coaches in the past the coaches that I had when I used to compete in bikini fitness they're the ones that said like, I should be a coach. Like I'd be amazing at being coached. Like that is where it is. And I, it's always kind of sad with me, but you always have that doubt and that like little bit of discouraging faith in yourself and that just take the leap, like just do what you're meant to do and follow your heart and just do it, follow your intuition and follow your heart and do exactly what you're supposed to do. And that is exactly what I've done um, for the last couple of years. It's just follow my heart and do exactly what I'm supposed to do whenever that comes up and how I was saying about pivotal moments and we always have different there was one pivotal moment but now there's so many because changes keep coming and that's going to keep happening for the rest of my life I just try to not look at change as a bad thing anymore um even if it seems negative at the time like it's just it's always going to be growth and it's always going to be good and change is good oh yo you you're laying down facts right now and <laughs> I, I'm loving it I'm loving it um so that that makes me that makes me wonder what what is something that you did 
right away after you left the relationship after you moved out after you know you kind of got a grasp on it what did you do right away did you did you go straight to character development did you seek a therapist like what did you do after that after you realized after you left what did you do oh gosh um those couple months like immediately after was like the hardest time in my whole life because there were so many emotions and again dating a narcissist they try and convince you that it was wrong and it was you know all the stuff and um you get caught up in that like no matter where you are you get caught up in the lies and that um defeat that they're trying to give you and all those like negative things that they're trying to spill to you all the time um to make it seem so good and so powerful and come back and back and back um so i think then the most important thing for me at those times was to a not go back to that I did not fall back in that pattern and believe that I was going to end up back in that relationship ever or a relationship like that. But I would say the first few months was literally just like me in survival mode, like going to work and just like trying to be alive and to be like a functioning human to be able to go to work and like do things. And then once that phase kind of passed, it was like just rebuilding my life on my own, just taking the time. Like I didn't date for a long time after like a long long time and then it was just that time to just focus on me and that was different things so there was therapy involved there was working out involved um, meeting new friends finding myself finding my hobbies and just finding where I felt happy again and where my happiness kind of lied that was like my number one thing after just figure out like what happiness looks like again because I did feel that for so long and I was in that toxic relationship for so long that I lost myself completely I had no idea who I was who my friends were like when you're going through those relationships um i think a lot of us know that you are alienated from your friends your family kind of all of that stuff um and thankfully i had friends that did stick by my side through that and i did lose a lot of friends through it but i also think that there's a reason for those friends to not be in my life which i accept and i think is a good thing but there are people that stuck by my side thankfully um and through that like just building new friendships and building um, my life all over again was like the best thing that I have ever done for myself. That makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. you it has you, been a long time coming. You, you seem happy. You seem happy. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's why, and that's why I'm excited to have you on the show because you, you've been through the things you know what the journey looks like. You know it's not easy, and you know that life will come and expose you to all of the elements. Um, one, one, more, one more question on this pivotal moment for the listeners though, but um, how would you explain to evaluate someone's relationship if, to, if they don't know that they're quite there yet, but they're, but they're in it? Does that question make sense? Like how, how do they, how could they figure out whether it's a toxic relationship or not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I feel like there is, so many ways to do that um the biggest things for me in my relationship were a like I couldn't do things on my own it was so controlling um to the point where I would be and this is the maximum controlling so I'm not saying that people can get controlled in all different kinds of ways so if you're in a relationship and you're wondering if you're just being controlled and it's unhealthy chances are it probably is if you're asking about that control but for me, there were things like I would go to work and I would be dealing with crisis with one of the teams and my boyfriend would be texting me and being like, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? What did you talk about? 
asking me everything. Who are you standing beside? Why are you standing beside them? What does that look like? Blah, 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 blah. Send me a picture. And those things never clicked until after. Now that I'm in a healthy relationship, I'm like, oh, that's so unnormal. Like you, like that's just not something you should always need. Um, and there's a difference between like being anxious and like needing a little bit of reassurance versus like being controlling. Um, so that was a, one of the number one things, is just being like so controlled of like what I wore, who I talked to, how I talked to them, when I went out for dinner, when I came home from work, if I took an extra shift, like any of that kind of stuff um, was a huge thing. Um, something I would never tolerate in a relationship again is cheating. Um, I don't believe it's a mistake. I think it's a choice now. And I used to think it was mistakes and they always used to be like, try and define it for myself and be like, oh, it's okay because you know he still loves me and whatever else and it's not okay. Like cheating is not okay. That's a number one thing for me. That's an absolute no. Um, the feeling of being manipulated um, is a huge thing for me. And even after when I did finally start to date after a few years, um, I found myself still dating people that were sort of manipulative and um, would kind of like give you it all at one time and then take it all back. And there was these highs and the lows. Like that's a huge thing. Recognizing whether your relationship is healthy or not is like those massive highs and those really low lows. Like that is talk that toxic cycle of whatever. Like if you're in a healthy relationship, it's just flowing and it's just easy and you're just trusting and it's just it's just there. And like that is something that's huge. And I learned through therapy. Um, this idea of love bombing and that was something that also triggered me dating in my past and um, love bombing is essentially at the beginning everything seems so great and so powerful and you're going to have everything you've ever wanted and you know this relationship is going to be the most perfect thing I've ever had and then suddenly it kind of just like starts dwindling away and then but we hold on because we remember what those initial moments felt like we remember that it felt so good at first and how could it go downhill from there like this is love bombing and that is exactly what it is. And that's a lot of narcissists tend to do that because that's how they reel you in and keep you there for a long time. Like, oh, don't you remember when we were so happy and like, oh, we could be happy. We were having a good day, but you ruined it or all those things. So like, those would be like my number one tip, like the highs, the lows, the love bombing, um, the controllingness, anything to do with cheating. Um, those are like all my big red flags now. Yeah, no, that's good. But some people can't see it. Some people do move out of And I love. didn't. Yeah. I did not. When I was there, I did not. And my family would try and tell me. And I remember, like, the Christmas, when I left him in Christmas, the Thanksgiving right before that, my family had found him on Tinder. And it still, like, didn't even resonate with me. And, like, I remember my mom telling me after I left him, she had said to me, she's like, I knew you were so sens desensitized to all the cheating and all the things that were going on. Because when she had pulled me aside and said, like, hey, one of our family members had found him on Tinder, blah, 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 because they're from the, from the same hometown. He was there with me, found him on Tinder in the same location area, whatever. Um, I remember her saying, like, I didn't even flinch. Like, she's, it was just like another day to me. Like, it, I didn't, no emotions triggered in my brain. I was just like, yeah, like, you know, this is what it is, and that's just how it is. And that's when she noticed, like, it was a lot worse than she had or originally thought. Um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy thinking back to those times. You don't notice when you're in those relationships and until you're out of that and you do that work, like you just don't notice. It, 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 it's absolutely remarkable. Um, me, I'm huge on self-destruction. Anytime anything's going wrong, like around me, I'm just huge. I'm like, cool, I'll just press the self-destruct button. And, um, and as I worked with my therapist, I figured that out. But in my relationships, I felt like I had to be chosen. 
because I have abandonment issues. And so instead of, and then what I noticed was every relationship that I got in before, you know, my current relationship, which is an amazing relationship, I'm so grateful for, but every relationship before that, it was like, oh, you're kind of temporary. Cool, let me hang on to that, you know? And then, yep. and then it's like, it's like, you leave, but I'm like, I want you to choose me and it's these patterns that I have. So I guess my question is, was there anything that you noticed about yourself that you had to change and break or mold and manage um, within yourself? Because you said even after a relationship, you found yourself in more manipulative relationships. What was it that drew you back into those certain circumstances? Um, I think honestly, famili familiarity um, and just me being such a healer, I always tried to heal the people that I was trying to date and I just wanted to do well by them. And again, like you said, you just want to be wanted by somebody who as a child who didn't have great parent parental relationship. Um, I never felt that either. So always just wanting to be wanted. And I used to, until my current relationship, which again is so healthy and I'm so grateful for him. And you know, I, it's something that I know I will spend as the rest of my life with this man. And when I think back, even the beginning of our relationship and the things that he had to be patient with me, learning and regrowing, um, and it's just like that pattern of what you're familiar with. And I was so familiar with just trying to win people over that didn't necessarily want me, but I wanted them to want me. So I would do everything in my power to make them want me, whether that was buy them things or change the way I was, like just to fit their bubble of who I was supposed to be. And relearning how to be in a healthy relationship after that is so hard and takes so much patience and i have to say to my boyfriend like i'm a little bit anxious because this is kind of a trigger or you know i'm not used to like when we started going on dates i used to pay for everything and every every guy i've ever dated i used to pay for everything which wasn't a bad thing i never thought it was a bad thing and i'm more than happy to pay for things now but he took me on a date and he paid and i was like whoa like this isn't this isn't normal or like you know, we go out grocery shopping and he helps pay for stuff. And I'm like, this is like, it's just so unnormal or just like the him actually caring. Like if I'm having a bad day and he like sends me a cute message or sends me flowers, like all of that I'd never had. And I just never understood. And he, I was like, I, I, I genuinely don't know how to deal with you. And it took a very long time for my partner and I to finally be together. Like, thankfully we were friends first and I'm so grateful he stuck around and was patient with me and like let me be anxious and let me do everything because now we could joke about you know so many things that I used to do but if it wasn't for him being patient we probably wouldn't be where we are today either and I wasn't patient with myself when I used to date the wrong men even though I knew that they were wrong it was a toxic feeling of I just need to know and it was my ego like my ego needed to be said like that they want me they want me they're gonna come back they're gonna come back and when I finally met my boyfriend now it was like all of that was gone I didn't care if one of the guys from my past messaged me to let me know that you know, they still think about me or they miss me or, you know, because they're needing their ego fed too. Like that's all that that is. Um, and I, I think humans get so caught up in their ego and I feel that a healthy relationships don't have that, like you need to feel the ego, feed the ego kind of thing. Like you just, healthy relationships are just, they're just there. Like it's just, it's so hard to explain, but it's just, it feels so normal. And it's not like, 
I'm anxious of every second of every day and I'm not always wondering. And my boyfriend still laughs. Like sometimes I won't hear from him for a few hours and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yes, crazy, I'm fine, like whatever. But I, I'm so used to accustomed to being like, you know, either my boyfriend is doing drugs or high or drunk or cheating or whatever. And now it's like, now he will call me and be like, oh, you're just being crazy. Like, and he reassures me. And it takes a lot to go back into something healthy like that. And I'm sure it takes a lot from him. Um, he says it's easy, but I'm sure I, like it, it takes those extra moments for him to like just think about me and just think about what I've been through and you know help me through that and it's so powerful to be in that space with him and do my healing with him and I've said I've said it many times I did as much healing as I could on my own before I started dating again and now dating again is what's helping me heal those other traumas that I couldn't heal on my own that makes sense no, that makes complete sense. Um, my therapist and, and my, my, my couple, uh, we do couples therapy, but it's focused on healing with. So whatever she's going through and whatever I'm going through, or whatever I did go through, whatever she did go through, we, we come together and bring that to the light. We don't have to deal with that, the dark by ourselves. And we and we heal together in the relationship. I love that. One be it, it's it's beautiful. Like you gotta, cause you gotta be transparent in everything that you want in a relationship. Honesty, integrity, transparency, all of that. You have to bring that to the table. And so as as we as we develop our character, that develops the height of our personal growth, which develops the height of our relationship. And if we want something to last for a long time or stand tall, you know, we gotta go deep, deep, deep down to to the to the subsoil of where it all began and of you know it's it's yeah I, 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 it's it's and and that's exactly it like you have to reface sort of everything so healing is not always linear and it's never going to be because you hit those highs and those lows and coming from somebody who had a tra traumatic childhood I have been diagnosed with complex PTSD due to childhood situations that I've experienced over time and then with my ex I just kept experiencing trauma um, you have to revisit those traumas and as hard as that is you have to kind of revisit those things to push yourself forward and know exactly what that felt like in that moment what was that how did it feel what don't you want um, and how can you shift that going forward like you have to really re rewire your brain to think differently in every moment going forward for what you don't want and you have to rewire everything and that takes so much patience and so much practice with yourself um, to re learn even what happiness is and what that looks like for you and the difference between what you used to think happiness was versus what it is now and what healthy used to be versus what healthy is now and accepting that you probably made mistakes in your past that you're not happy with and you probably judge yourself off those all the time um, but you have to sit back and not judge yourself for that and not um, beat yourself up over all the things that you did in the past like I could sit here for a long time and beat myself up for staying in a relationship for seven years and wasting my own time and blah 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 but again all those things happen for a reason and we grow from them and we become stronger for them and those are our pivotal moments in life and that is what changes us forever and if I I don't feel that if I didn't go through all that trauma and I didn't go through that with my ex that my relationship today wouldn't be as strong as it is I just feel that it wouldn't be exactly what it is I, I completely agree with you and one I'm proud of you thank you um just wow like the way that you showed up today raw real authentic um and just very very open 
who, you know, I appreciate that. And I know the listeners do too as well. Um, last question. Yeah. And, and I'm not to, it is, uh, if you can make a 20 second phone call to your future self, what would you say? Um, be strong and be courageous and approach everything with grace and just follow your intuition and everything happens for a reason and you will find your way no matter what that looks like. Um, if you just follow your intuition, you follow your heart and you just give yourself a little bit of courage to do exactly what you need to do and be exactly where you need to be in this moment, all the other moments will come after that. And all those moments for shifting and positive change are going to come when you have the courage to be exactly who you are and be exactly where you're supposed to be right now and not worry about the future and not worry about what happened in the past. Like right now is what matters. And you have to live in the present moment. You have to be who you are supposed to be right now, not who you need to be in the future. Cause that will come with right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that is an affirmation call yeah. <laughs> that we all need to listen to every single day. That's amazing. Yeah. Um thank you. Thank you. Please tell everybody. And thank you. you. Yeah, no, absolutely. This has been a blessing. Um <laughs> But yeah, tell everybody where they can find you at, what you got going on, what you got coming up, uh, anything. Um, yeah, Instagram is essentially where I run everything out of. Um, for now, I plan to shift TikTok and Instagram. Eventually, right now, I'm only Instagram. So it's K-Brooke, so K-B-R-O-O-K-E-X-O on Instagram. Um, and that's where they can book calls with me. Um, so I do free 30-minute motivation calls. Um, if somebody wants to discuss coaching, if they want to just discuss positive mindset, kind of how to shift how to get out of relationships kind of any of that kind of stuff if they just want whatever obviously it's all confidential um i am more than happy to just help people um that is what i'm put on earth to do and i'm more than happy to just help and help somebody find their way in whatever that looks like um so if those 30 minute conversations help someone um the booking link is in my bio and if none of those times work i tell people all the time just dm me i will move things around in my schedule to fit and accommodate somebody that needs a call Yo, super inspiring, a true inspirator. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.